The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast, featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Held. We are the perfect blend of Saint sincerity and stupidity. I actually, for the last two years, have been reading the Banana Meter uh, audio board completely wrong in every possible way. Oh, Dave, you there? <laughs> are you just laughing? Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds about right. And now, here's your host, Ralph Malbrook. All right, everybody, welcome to a special pre-Mardi Gras edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. So nice of you to join us as we just continue to inch closer to free agency where the Saints will actually have news. But they did have news, and I just want to thank you people, all the patrons. You donate. You make us able to do great things like this we have reporters now we have sources and we got drew Brees' phone call to the saints when he announced he was coming back we have the audio exclusive mostly because andrew knows people uh andrew i'm super excited about getting this audio it's probably the biggest breaking news story that we've ever had uh I'm just excited to drop it now before Mardi Gras. Uh, so here it is, Drew Brees calling the Saints and telling them he's going to be back, the official audio. You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving! The show goes on! This is my home! They're gonna need a fucking wrecking ball to take me out of here! They're gonna need to send in the National Guard a fucking SWAT team, cause I ain't going nowhere! I really, really wish Drew Brees would say exactly that. Like that would be something. <laughs> that would really change my opinion. What do you mean? Him. That was him. That yeah. was him, man. Uh, that would really change my opinion of him. Are you are you saying that wasn't real? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, as it sort of sunk in that Drew Brees is coming back, and it wasn't that surprising. Uh, have you? Do you think, if I said to you, Dave, on a scale of 1 to 10, 2020 being Drew Brees' last year, what do you, what would you say it would be likely? 10 being it's a lock, 2020 is his last year, 0 being he's oh, definitely coming back for 2021. What would you put it at? 
I mean, realistically, I'd put it out of five, but just me personally, my feeling is uh, it's kind of low. It's like one or two. Just, I mean, after this offseason, you know, I'm surprised that he he kind of took so long to think about it. Uh, this is the first time I remember him. I, I remember there being like, I think this is the first offseason we've ever had like a Drew Brees kind of like watch situation where it's like, is he going to retire? Isn't he going to retire? You know, media was talking about it. Media was was saying that it's very likely he might retire. Um, so, you know, I just think that uh, all of that kind of gives this season kind of that feel like it's his last season. Andrew, do you but feel it's Drew Brees, and he could and he could definitely <laughs> he can assuming he play has another good season like he did this past year. I I I see no reason why he couldn't play another season after this. Andrew, I mean, I, I would say, I mean, I would say seven that he's retiring. Um, so, I mean, I think he was pretty close this off season. I mean, they 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 were saying that he was considering it seriously. Now, I don't know how true that was. I am a little annoyed at myself because right when the season ended, we all kind of agree that there's no way he's retiring. He's definitely coming back. I mean, we we all said that. And we all believe that. And I allowed the media to cloud my judgment and it's not that I ever was like, Oh, he's retiring, but I definitely, there were moments there where I was like, is, is he actually thinking about this? And so I'm a little annoyed at myself that I kind of deviated from the path of he's definitely coming back because that's how I felt initially. Um, so I'm glad he's back, but you know, I really do think he takes it year to year now. And I, I think there's a big question about year to year. How close does he feel like the team is? I think that's a factor. How well does he feel like he's playing? I think that's a factor. And then I think really for the first time ever, he has kind of made it clear, I'm playing with the Saints and no one else. You know, And so if they want me back, that's a factor, and I would consider coming back. But if they're not interested and they're moving on, then I'm calling it a day. That's kind of the sense I got from him this offseason. And I think a big reason why he is coming back is the Saints made it very clear, we want you back. We want to do this again. So... But uh, to me, this feels like the swan song. Now, I could be wrong, but I would give it a seven. I mean, the only thing that gives me pause is I, I have this thing that Dave said in the middle of last year when we were talking about it, you know, when he was injured and when he came back and that sort of thing, is I think Drew Brees really, really cares about those records that he has, and he has them all, but he kind of wants to put them on lockdown for a while. So I feel like if he plays great and Brady, wherever he ends up playing, if Brady sort of rebounds and plays good again, and as long as Brady's going to keep playing, I think it pushes Drew Brees to play. I may be wrong about that, Dave, but that that you sort of said that last year during the year, and that sort of sticks with me. I think I think Drew really gives it. He really cares about those records, man. Yeah, he does. I definitely think he does. And uh, Brady's out there, and as long as Brady's playing, I think he's got to. I think there's at least a little something in the back of his mind that says he's got to keep up with that. And he can't, uh, you know, he, he wants them all. He wants all the records he can get. And you I, know, I don't blame him. I mean, like you're, you're already here. Like you, you've gotten there. Like it, you're, it's so close. Um, and again, if you can play, uh, if you can still play at a good level. And you've got a coach like Sean Payton, and you've got a decent offensive line. You're not getting your ass kicked out there like uh, some other quarterbacks around the league. Uh, then, yeah, keep playing, keep padding the stats, 
and solidify yourself as arguably the greatest quarterback that's ever played the game. Do you guys think this is it for Brady? I kind of think that this will be it his last year. I mean, he's a year like, older than Breeze, so he's yeah. you know he's even further down the line. This yeah. is my prediction on Brady. And he doesn't play in a dome like everybody says about Drew, and that that lets Drew. That's why Drew's stat, stats are better, and that's why Drew can play so long because you know Brady's. Got- There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Got to play outdoors in the Northeast. This is my prediction on Brady. Brady's going to leave New England, and he's going to regret it because he's going to start a steep, steep fucking decline. And the thing is, in New England, yeah, their fans are fucking spoiled rotten because they've been great for 20 years, but they would have stomached and accepted Brady's decline better than the team he's going to go to. Like if he goes to the when he goes to the Raiders and he suddenly turns really old and like the 23rd best quarterback, the Raider fans aren't going to be like, "Well, he's Tom Terrific and he got us six titles. We still love him." They're going to be like, "Dude, you're old and you suck. We hate you." And I think wherever I really he goes, that happens. I mean, what's he, that? hearing hearing you just paint that picture is really like sending shivers down my spine. <laughs> I like I, I, I literally, I have I have goosebumps right now just hearing you say like play out that scenario. I want it to be true so bad. I think it's gonna. I I think that's what's gonna happen, and it's gonna be one of those situations where it's not gonna change that he's the greatest of all time or anything but it's just going to be one of those little footnotes where it's going to be like oh yeah and he went you remember tom brady he was on the raiders for like a year and it was fucking terrible and it was awful and uh i i do agree with you guys though i I, you know what's funny is breeze has said i'm never gonna let statistics dictate my decision you know it's all about winning a championship and he says that publicly and so he he would never admit it he would never admit that the records matter and he would never admit that what whatever Tom Brady does affects what he would do. He would never admit either of those things publicly, but I do agree with you guys. It is a factor behind closed doors. It does. I mean, the, the dude can recite t- Ted Williams' statistics. Like he cares a lot. He cares a lot about those things and you know, people care about what they care about. Um, Dave, and I'm not going to say that I was one of these ridiculous Saints fans that hopped into my 
Twitter timeline and on Facebook and all this, and we're like, I'm kind of sad that Drew Brees is staying because I wanted something different. I want to win in the playoffs. It's time to move it along. And I'm like, that's just stupidity, uh, top-shelf stupidity. But I was just a little bit sad in the fact that Teddy Bridgewater the last two years has been immense fun, the dancing, the grabbing the camera and videotaping the game while it's going on, the 5-0 and start. Like, I was a little bit sad that this is the end of the Teddy Bridgewater experience. And I'm just going to say right now, Teddy Bridgewater is a Hall of Fame Saints quarterback. I mean, are you, like, talking about the literal Saints Hall of Fame, like where they're act- they're like where they give out the Joe Gamelli Award and they actually have real players that are in the Saints. Billy Kilmer's in the fucking Saints Hall of Fame. And he won 11 games as a Saints starter in three years. That's six more than Teddy. (laughs) But he played for four (laughs) years. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, the Saints Hall of Fame, it ain't, the bar ain't high is what I'm saying. You yeah, know? but modern day is very different from the barrier of entry that was the 60s, <laughs> 70s, and 80s. Is Teddy Bridgewater, you have Breeze, you have Aaron Brooks, you have Bobby Bear. And... Is John Porcade in the Hall of Fame? No, he's not. Yeah. Archie yeah, Mann. Can I make man. a case that, let's yeah, see, I don't well, think you so. have Breeze, Br- Brooks, Bear. He's 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 he'll he'll live on in our hearts, Ralph. Okay, again, he'll he'll live on in the. He might get he might get a picture in there. He might get a little kick-ass wing like Steve Gleason has. You know, he's gonna get a whole wing for that. No, maybe not a wing. Maybe like he might get like a door. Is Teddy Bridgewater the fifth best quarterback in Saints history? You got Breeze. Yes. You got Aaron Brooks. You got A Bear. You got Archie. And then you got Jimmy, Bridgewater. Jim Everett. Mm, Jim Everett never won a game that mattered for the Saints. Teddy Bridgewater went 5-0 and on a team that went 13-3. and Steve Walsh? Well, Jim Everett's first year. Jim Everett's first year with the Saints was really good, though. I just I – just, I, I love – Teddy Bridgewater so much and and the thing is I'm really scared Andrew I'm really I was reading today I'm really scared that he's going to go to Tampa because apparently Bruce Arians really likes him and if he goes to Tampa then he's dead to me and I don't want that to happen no (laughs) honestly honestly I would prefer he go to the Patriots you would prefer Teddy Bridgewater go to the Patriots yeah like I mean I I know it seems I'm sure some Saints fans are puking as they hear this right now but I just feel like if Tom Brady goes to Vegas or he goes to Tampa, then it's just much easier for me to despise Brady in Tampa. Like that just feels like a natural thing. And <laughs> and then and then and then I can be okay with Teddy being in the AFC and yes, I hate the Patriots, but like you know, if if the if the Patriots are now 9 and 7 because Tom Brady's gone, you know, and the, like the mystique and all that and like they're just not what they used to be and they're nine and seven with Teddy. Like that to me feels like an easy thing to be like, Oh, you know, I'm happy for him. I'm happy. He has a winning record in new England. I, I don't know. It, Cause it would be like the, the other thing is the Patriots fans would be so pissed too. They'd be pissed. They'd hate him. So 
I don't know that that would feel that would feel okay to me. Here's the here's my doomsday scenario with Brady though. I just don't want him in the NFC South. Yeah, I don't. And Carolina's a risk too. Yeah, I think Carolina's going to draft a quarterback though. I think I think Carolina's going to they're picking top ten. They're going to draft one. But I was just thinking of this, Dave. If Brady goes to Vegas, then I'm a hundred percent certain that Saints Raiders will be the opening game on Monday Night Football for the nine o'clock game, and those tickets in Vegas will cost me the same as my mortgage for my house, and I can't, I can't fucking have that because I want to go to that Saints Raiders game in Vegas, but if I'm paying over a grand a ticket, that gives me pause. I mean, it's it's definitely likely because, you know, Brady and Breeze are so old, so they definitely want to make sure they get that game on national TV early in the season before either of them, uh, their bodies break down, <laughs> and and the and the matchup, uh, it doesn't doesn't seem as enticing. I mean, the the Brady leaving New England thing is gaining a lot of steam, and I think there's a really strong chance. I mean, the media seems to feel like it's maybe not a foregone conclusion, but you know, that it's more likely that he leaves than he stays. And that, that to me, is just crazy. Well, no, it was on that, that, that Adam Schefter podcast where he talked to Taysom Hill, which everybody, by the way, everybody, you should listen to that podcast with Taysom Hill. It's really the first time to hear him talk extendedly about being a quarterback and playing for the Saints. It was really interesting. Uh, but Jeff Darling, he was, was like, on, uh, he was also on uh, Peter King's podcast, too. Yeah. So it was really, it was really interesting. Uh, what he had to say, and we'll get to that in a second. But I, I do agree with you, Andrew. I think I think there's a sense that Brady, for whatever reason, wants to leave. You know, and I don't know whether Belichick wants to push him out the door or whatever. But there is a sense that he wants to leave, which is just to me is just stunning. Like, I mean, you look at what Brady's accomplished and what Breeze has accomplished. I wonder why they're decisions are so different in that breeze is like i'm never i'm not leaving i'm i'm a saint until they won't have me and then i'm retired where brady's like yeah i'm probably gonna go i'm probably gonna leave the team that i've won six super bowls with and gone to the super bowl eight times like it 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 it, it, it's interesting to me like what has what has made him break from new england and what has made breeze just be connected to the Saints in a way that Brady that Brady isn't. Well, don't forget, I mean, the Michael Thomas component. And, you know, if, if the Patriots had Michael Thomas, I don't think Brady would be going anywhere. And I, I think that's a source, a major source of the issue with the Patriots. And I mean, I, I'm not in the building, I don't know. But, you know, I, it's reported that there's a weird dynamic between him and Belichick. But I really think a big source of it is that he's kind of played ball and, you know, his contract has usually been around 14th, 15th highest paid quarterback. So he hasn't been getting the massive contracts. He's been doing the team a solid to try to help them cap wise, get as much talent as they can get in the building because he cares about winning. And I just think how things went this year with Gronk retired and the receivers. And I think he was a little bit like, what the hell, guys? Like, I'm 40 years old now. I, I can't do this on my own. I can't turn water into wine. Stop giving me these trash receivers and start finding me guys. You use this money that I'm not that you're not spending on me to find talent. And I, I think Brady's a little pissed that he's been doing them a solid money wise, and they haven't been returning the favor 
by getting him talent. And so I think part of him's like, look, this year I'm going to go get paid as much as I can. I'm going to go have fun and I'm going to go find an offense that actually has playmakers. Um, so I, that that's the thinking. And I kind of buy it. And, you know, we think about Breeze and everything. And I just think Breeze, there's a lot of goodwill there because the Saints have been paying him. And uh, he has gotten big contracts. And, you know, if, if it hadn't been for landing guys like Kamara and Michael Thomas, young players that are dynamic, would Breeze have aged as gracefully or would he statistically kind of been like Tom Brady this past season, yeah. you know, if he didn't have Michael Thomas? So, you know, we, we like to make it this fairy tale thing, but uh, drafting Michael Thomas, in my opinion, was a huge deal to letting Breeze kind of ride this out with the Saints. Yeah, well, it's a it's a great segue, Dave, to my next uh, question in that, you know, Andrew said New England hasn't really done maybe what Brady had hoped they had they would do. And we know that the Saints are always looking to do Loomis math, to go YOLO, to do whatever it takes within reason and sometimes beyond reason. Um, and now Drew Brees is signed. The number one domino that we needed to see fall into place. Well, he's not, he's not signed. He's not signed, but he's coming back. And we know it's, it's going to come into place. So my question to you is how – YOLO are the Saints going to be willing to go in 2020 uh, with Drew Brees coming back? Are they going to ramp it up even more? Uh, <clears throat> so with Brees coming back, so they know they're set for this season. So I actually think Loomis may go YOLO um, and, and look toward the next, you know, toward the future, toward 2021, 2022, uh, whatever. And actually, I don't know, this is, it's actually happening right now. You don't even need to, this is, this is, Loomis is going YOLO as we speak and we just don't even realize it. I think, so this is what's going to happen. This is what he's going to do. He's, uh, I mean, you've seen them so far, the Saints, Peyton, uh, the media, they've all been pumping up Taysom Hill, a lot of press around him lately a lot of media seems kind of unusual to me i don't know about you guys but i think it's weird that peyton just comes out and gushes over Taysom hill like that so it's it's what? Had me, i mean Taysom hill is gorgeous me. and he's awesome uh, in every I, way why would you not gush I, over him? i understand that but that's still never been peyton's mo so this whole thing this whole gushing about Taysom over the last few weeks has kind of made me a little uncomfortable and weird and uh oh, you think he's setting up the trade huh inquisitive so i that's what i think i think uh i think they're gonna they want the offer they're gonna let him walk they're gonna take the first round pick uh they're gonna bundle the two first round picks and plus maybe something else who knows maybe they sign teddy bridgewater uh in free agency bundle two first round <laughs> picks and teddy give that to somebody uh, or give that to whoever cincinnati You're really going off the rails now uh we yeah. said yolo and that is listen, YOLO. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know if you know what YOLO stands for, but it stands for you only live <laughs> once. If and the since Saints... I only live one time, I want to package two first-round picks plus Teddy Bridgewater and move up with the Cincinnati Bengals and get Joe if, Burrow. If the Saints did what Dave just described, and let's say Taysom ends up in New England and the Saints have 23-24 and they offer 23-24 and – 2021 first and a 2022nd second and they move up to get Joe Burrow. Andrew, it will make Reggie Bush 
getting picked and Ricky Williams getting picked like a fifth round selection at the draft party. They will it's burn right now. They're, they're that doing fucking right now. thing down. Operation Operation Burrow is uh, is in effect as we speak. That's <laughs> I just never thought I would see the day that Dave, diehard Tulane fan, anti LSU as it comes, lobbying for this. It's how, how far have we come? It's starting right now. Like remember in uh, in Steven Spielberg's remake of uh, War of the Worlds and. Uh, those machines, they made those that sound that. Who are you? I, I I don't even know you anymore. Remember that? Remember that? Well, it's Sean Payton hyping up Taysom Hill. That's that's the sound. That's that sound. It's, he's, it's the forewarning <laughs> love it. of what's to come. I mean, now Dave's watching iconic movies. He's rooting for LSU. He wants to trade up for players that went to LSU. This is bizarre somewhere, world. Somewhere Kevin just had a chest pain. And he's like. What 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 is happening? I'm lightheaded. I need to sit down. Like he doesn't understand what's going on. Um, but I agree. I mean, that's an interesting take. I was thinking go the, yeah, the other way. Take, and it's not happening. Where the Saints look to spend a ton in free agency, uh, maybe move up to get a, a playmaker, a receiver, or whatever. But the thing that gives me pause is I didn't realize that if. The players and the owners don't come to an agreement. The Saints will be frozen out of Loomis Math because you can't do contracts with voidable years because the the CBA it ends after uh, it ends after this year, right? So you can't do the Loomis special of voidable years and voidable years because 2021, 2022, 2023, as far as the NFL is concerned, they don't exist, so you can't make a contract for them. So uh, you can't do all kinds of crazy stuff. So it, it really will get interesting in free agency as to what teams do uh, with the cap shenanigans if the players and the owners don't come to an agreement. Uh but Andrew, I just gotta feel like the Saints, man. Like it'll be irresistible for them to go out and make a couple giant moves to go at it one last time with Breeze. I just, I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom, a performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, 
propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, look, they don't have a left guard unless they're going to go with Nick Easton, and I don't think they should. So, you know, left guard, Joe Thune, that, that to me would be the number one target that I would want. Uh, and then after that, they've got to get a receiver. Uh, but I think you can do that in the draft. And I think 24th overall is, is a great place to find uh, a guy. And this draft is very heavy with receivers. So we've talked about that on some of our shorter podcasts that the patrons get. Uh, which, by the way, if you donate $7 uh, a month, then you're, you have access to that. Shameless plug. Um, oh, but, and um, by the way, by the way, we have created the single best piece of swag that we've ever done. Like it blows the fucking koozie and the magnet and the twenty-eight to three forever sticker. It blows all of it in the t-shirt. It blows it all out the fucking water the swag that we have coming that we'll announce in like a week and the or koozie, so. I mean, don't speak ill of the koozie because it's, I mean, that's really saying something because it is, is awesome. it's iconic, yeah. but I mean, it is, I, I mean, think you're, is. I think you're building this up too much. Ralph. I don't know, man. I love it. Maybe but I'm excited about it. So anyway, but Andrew's right. People should donate seven starts at $7. You get a podcast every day. And I saw you people who was first drew Brees. He announced he was coming back. What podcast was first? It was us. Andrew was actually having to do work. Dave came in and pinch hit, 
and we had the podcast up like I, 35 minutes after Drew Brees announced. Nobody else did that. I, Us. I was on my I was on my kids' field trip at the farmers market. <laughs> that's our commitment to you. That yeah. is. We, we, that's how. That's how. That's how our commitment is. You listen to this podcast because you love sports, you love the Saints, and you probably love to gamble. And if you love to gamble, my bookie is the best online gambling experience there is. They have the safest online app. You can get a, gamble on anything you want. You can get a, gamble on the Super Bowl, basketball, the Pelicans, Zion, over under, how many three-pointers he's going to make. You can parlay different sports, any kind of bet you want to make. If you're a degenerate like me, you can parlay the Pelicans with EPL, British soccer. And right now, my bookie has a special offer for Saints Happy Hour listeners. You get a 100% sign-up bonus. That's right. Use the code CHAIR. Go to mybookie.ag and you get a 100% sign-up bonus. Put in 200, get the extra 200 to play with. MyBookie.ag is the best online gambling site anywhere. Again, go to MyBookie.ag, use the code CHAIR, and get a 100% sign-up bonus. MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Listen, before we get to questions from people, I wanted to play a fun game that uh, I thought would be interesting and fun. Uh, I, I like to call it uh, 21, 2021 Saint or 21 or 2021 XFL star. And so, Dave and Andrew, I'm going to name players on the Where's Saints. Where's the music? You don't have any music? I, don't have, I didn't have any music. I didn't think of any Jesus music. Jesus Christ. So I'm going to name a Saints player, and you tell me if they are a 2021 Saint or they are a 2021 XFL star. Oh First, God, little, if if you don't ask me about little Jordan Humphrey, then you have totally failed as a fucking host for this podcast. <laughs> that was my first one, Dave. Little Jordan, <laughs> little Jordan Humphrey, twenty twenty one Saint or twenty twenty one XFL star. Uh, little Jordan, I hate to say it, but probably XFL star. Andrew Saquon Hampton, twenty twenty one Saint. Or 2021 XFL star. I'm gonna say he makes the team. I'm gonna say he he's on the Saints in 2021. He'll be a backup safety and a special teams guy. This is not next year. This is two years. They, they have to stay on the team for two years. Oh right, uh, XFL. Dave Krishan Hogan. Uh, XFL. Let's see. Uh, Ooh, this is an interesting one. Taylor Stallworth, Andrew. XFL. <laughs> I would have said same. Uh, I'm going to take this one. Jason Vanderlaan. Uh, he's going to be a Saints Hall of Famer. Because if I say anything bad about him, his family comes to get me. Uh, he's he's getting in the same year as uh, Teddy Bridgewater. They're going to be in the same Saints Hall of Fame <laughs> class. <laughs> Andrew, camp superstar from 2019, Emmanuel Butler. Trick question. Neither he he will be cut by an XFL opening day roster team. Like he he he, he basically he'll get cut in camp of XFL after being thing. after being a camp superstar in the yeah, XFL. Yeah. He'll be a, he'll be a camp superstar yet again this year. Uh, Saints fans will be ready to write him in for 50 catches, but he'll get cut again, 
He'll make it on the practice squad, only to get cut from that six weeks into the season, and then he'll get cut from the XFL. <laughs> Dave, Keith, question, neither. Keith, Keith Kirkwood, Dave. Oh, he's like going to be our number two receiver. He's definitely on the team. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, Austin Carr. That's our number three receiver. Uh, he's going to be a 2021 uh, Las Vegas Raider. Now, now you're just going through the starting lineup, Ralph. I feel like I feel like Austin Carr. If I could bet a week's pay on him having 85 catches in the XFL in 2021, I would. Here's a good one. Here's a good one, Dave. Cameron Tom. That is a good one. I'm going to say Saints roster. He'll be on the roster. Mm-hmm. The music, by the way, is makes this way better. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Omame. Andrew. Out of, out, of, out of both leagues. Omame. <laughs> <laughs> That'll wrap it up. Uh, ooh, the final one. This is an interesting one. Did you ask did you ask Andrew Granderson? <laughs> <laughs> I he think doesn't Grand- need he doesn't need to. He knows the answer. Granderson, Granderson is a lock to be either starting for the Saints. 2021, 2021 he'll, he'll be a double-digit sack by then. He'll, he'll either be a double-digit sack guy fame, or he'll be in a state penitentiary somewhere. Yes, that's right. He'll be the first ever. <laughs> he's he, Granderson's either going to the Pro Bowl or he's going back to lockup. Like, there's no, there's no in-between for him. Final one, Dave. Dwayne Washington. No. Neither. Neither roster. <laughs> All right. So let's get to uh, one last thing before we get to Twitter questions. And this is a fun question. If, since it's Mardi Gras season, happy Mardi Gras, everybody. I know it's been rough times in New Orleans with some, some tragedies and stuff, but it's still Mardi Gras. And we'll try to try to have a good time. But Mardi here's Gras the thing. has been bizarre. It is. It, Mardi Gras is just, it's bizarre and very strange but here's my question if if we had a saints parade and it was a hundred percent saints themed what would be the first float in the parade would it be making fun of the falcons blowing a 28 to 3 uh lead this in the Super Bowl? 28 to 3 brian knocks it through arthur blank loving it up by 25 would it be that, Dave, or would it be making fun of the refs for screwing the Saints out of a Super Bowl appearance in 2018? First of all, uh, you saw Darren Ravel tweet uh, that there. float from uh, Tux with the ref for the no-call. My buddy, a couple of my friends were on that float. Uh, so they were get dressed up as ref, refs and, uh, you know, Underhill tweeted back at him and uh, a bunch of people... <laughs> Underhill becoming a hundred percent New Orleans native is yeah. just fantastic. He's like, is it's like Venom has infected his body. If Venom was New Orleans, and New, uh, Nick is one of us now. He's just banging on Ravel. Yeah, well, that's the way it happens. You just you fall in love with you know. You get bit by the bug. You either love it or you hate it, and he loves it. Uh, but anyway, to answer your question, let's see. So is it either going to be a fuck the refs or is it going to be a fuck the Falcons? The answer is actually C, none of the above. It's going to be a fuck Goodell. 
<laughs> I love it. Andrew, do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. I really want the second float to be a throwback to Kyle Turley chucking the helmet, though. Oh. I'm going old school there, but I just feel like Mardi Gras is all about celebrating ridiculousness. And when I think back to what are the most ridiculous things I've ever seen? I mean, this cell phone celebration thing with Horn and then Michael Thomas copying it years later as a tribute, that's pretty good too. But I, I think if you're going to have a Saints parade where you know different moments in history are, you, know, you can't give kudos to those moments. To me, the Kyle Turley helmet toss and the cell phone celebration thing, they both have to be on there. I mean, you yeah, don't really think... need to have a special... I mean, Mardi Gras parades already are pretty much Saints parades. We already have fuck the ref floats and fuck Goodell floats and fuck the Falcons floats. I mean... Yeah. Who would be... If the, if we had a Saints 100% Saints-themed parade, who would be, like, the Grand Marshal and who would be King? I'm thinking Grand Marshal has got to be... Steve Gleason, boom, done. What about Tracy Porter? <laughs> Do you make... Steve Gleason. Steve Gleason. Who's king? Who's king of the same? Or would Steve Gleason be the king? Would you make Steve Gleason the king and then like Tracy Porter the Grand Marshal? Yeah, I'm down with that. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I know why you're saying Tracy Porter gets up there, but like he's he's higher. He's higher up than like Breeze or Peyton or somebody. Yeah, I feel like but I feel like. Well, we'll Taysom Hill is highest of all. Yeah. yeah. What, are you, what are you guys doing? No, the king, the person that's king is somebody that you, who you think would look best in like a wig and tights, you know, like that's going to look like one of those page boys or whatever. I have to say Cam Jordan at the parades today riding around in like a Barker lounger, Barker lounger was just fantastic. My friends took a picture with him yesterday on St. Charles. He was just down on St. Charles Avenue. With who? Sorry? Cam Jordan. Oh, Cam. Here's a a fun question from Eric. Other than Kamara, which Saints player do you think would be the most fun to party with at Mardi Gras? Hmm. To party with. Hmm. Interesting, interesting question. I mean, I, I, I think Kamara is a good Ooh. choice. Uh, Who? Alvin Kamara. Oh. I still think we, we talked about this the other day. I think you got to go with the fat guys. Because <laughs> it's the fat guys that don't care about what they put in their body and what kind of health habits they have. Like, I remember listening to this podcast with Thomas Morstead where he basically said, like, yeah, I love the – Irish Italian parade, so I'll get hammered then, and you know I'll maybe party a little bit in the off season. But for the most part, like once the season starts, I may have like one beer after a big win or something, but like I'm not drinking at all. And so like I just think if you talk about Breeze, Michael Thomas, my Michael Thomas tweeted like a week ago, complaining about how it's so hard to eat healthy food in New Orleans. Like it's the off season, and he's already <laughs> obsessing about eating properly out out of just around town in new orleans and so i just think if you think about the skill positions none of those guys are going to be that fun like they want to take care of their bodies and be professionals i I really think it's the bad guys so i I would say like larry warford tom uh teron armstead to me those are the guys you want to hang out with. i feel like shy tuttle if people knew who he was you just get a, a ton of free food because 
every everywhere he would go, people would just be like, "Oh, deception! Deception!" Matt Ryan. Oh my God! Wie eine Puppe gibt er den Stiffarm und er fliegt auf den Boden. Hör doch mal auf. I feel like he'd be. I was gonna say. I was gonna say Shy Tuttle because. You know, sometimes it gets crowded. You're at a parade, or if you're downtown in the quarter, uh, and it gets crowded. So I would want Shy Tuttle around so he can just stiff arm people and get them the fuck away from me, uh, <laughs> and I can be free to do whatever I need to do. I will say this: that Remi- German call just never gets old. Reminder: it really. We, it's awful. What, did, have... what did he say? He she he shook him around like a puppet. Is that what he says in German? Yeah. Head off my off. We have 32 people entered into our raffle for Shy Tuttle socks that Dave is going to make uh, if you send us evidence that you use the Patreon custom RSS feed. And people are pumped and excited about the socks. Uh, and some people are like, I've been using that custom RSS feed from day one. Do I get extra entries? <laughs> no, you don't. But we appreciate you using it. But people, like I said, Get in. We got two more weeks for you to get in. Send send us evidence that you use the custom RSS feed. Do it by Twitter or send us an email at saintshappyhour at gmail.com. Send us evidence that you're using the custom RSS feed. You get entered into the raffle. Uh, yeah, a little programming note too. Uh, we're Now that it's the off season, we will be doing our shows on Sunday nights moving forward. So if you're if you missed the live chat tonight, um, we will no longer be doing shows on Mondays. We're going to switch to Sundays. I mean, we, we may have uh, changes here or there in the offseason based on scheduling. Um, but for the most part, we'll be committing to Sunday nights more often yeah. than Mondays. And, now that the Saints line. and we may we may do some shows, the big show during the week for smaller. Like if the Saints have major, major news during free agency, do something totally insane we may get the band back together for like a wednesday or thursday depending on the opening days of free agency um taylor asks how bad is the king cake i ordered at the bakery in connecticut gonna be oh my god wait what do do they do do that do they live in connecticut they they don't live in new orleans and ordered a king cake to be shipped from connecticut did they i got yeah where is taylor from that's the first question get some get some fucking dong fong in your life man I went I, – I, when I lived in Orange I get a, County – I get a mail from Haydell's, and it's 50 bucks. I live in Virginia. You can get them mailed – I'm sure you can get them mailed, mailed to Connecticut for 50 bucks. Now, that is pricey. That includes shipping, right? That includes shipping and everything. It's just 50 bucks. And I, it is expensive for a king cake, but I just feel like whatever gar- garbage you're about to get from that store in Connecticut, it's you're worth gonna, the extra money. You're going to be getting cardboard with sandpaper dust sprinkles on it probably. I – no, I can tell you worse. When I lived in Orange County, I they had a bakery in my neighborhood, and they said, "Oh, we we're doing a special fun king cake," and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. I'll I'll order one and and, and get it for work, and I'll bring it for work." You know what their fucking king cake was? It was a fucking cheese Danish with blue and yellow icing. <laughs> I was like, are that was, you? That was a. Uh, this is Orange County. So what? That's is that was that the, the Golden State Warriors king cake? <laughs> no, it, it might have well. It might as well been. But it, I was like, this is a fucking abomination. And I'm not even like a diehard, hardcore Mardi Gras person. Like, 
almost anything would have been good enough for me, but the cheese Danish is not. Um, this is this is now Ralph is complaining, and yet like honey bourbon and diet coke is his drink of choice. Well, yeah, but that's different. I mean, I'm just a degenerate, and I like flavored whiskeys. Like, if uh, you, I'm just I'm just saying, if you pour corn syrup on something, there's a good chance Ralph is gonna like it. So yeah. it must be really bad. <laughs> Tough but fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, but I'm saying, like, if you if you if you gave addiction. me flavored bur, if you were like, hey, Ralph, I got this flavored bourbon for you, and you handed me, uh. Uh, a thing of Jack Daniels and like uh, a uh, a packet of cinnamon, I'd be like, this is bullshit. You know, like you got to at least put a little bit of effort in it is all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, see, the difference, the difference, Dave, is that Ralph consumes his sugar in liquid form. You know, you're, you're more of a candy guy. He's more of a liquid sugar guy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a target market here. Ralph, Ralph is, you know, he. I feel like there's some company out there that should be soliciting ralph's support um by making like a, a king cake alcoholic drink well, where the hell are my free samples of sour patch kids when is that when is that train coming king the cake station? vodka you could be a sponsor on this podcast i don't right. think that's as good as probably it sounds it's okay is it you've had thing? it isn't yeah. it a thing <laughs> yeah there's king cake vodka for sure yeah. king cake uh, yeah, of course. Like, if there's a flavored alcohol out there, and it gets put in front of me, I will consume it. Uh, oh, by the way, Ralph, play the breaking news, by the way. Oh. Might be the night that I go to Olive Garden. Oh. <laughs> Wait, that's happening tonight? No, tomorrow night. Oh, wow. Yeah. If I go home, of Italy on the agenda? The most important thing is that you get video of I the breadstick it. being finished and then the, your waiter coming back and saying, hey, would you like another round of breadsticks? And you saying, yes, I will. I, I, I will, absolutely would. I'll, I'll live tweet my experience uh, on the podcast Twitter account. You, 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 I want you to demand a second round of breadsticks and then I need video evidence of you consuming them. Somebody emailed me the nicest thing last week because I uh, I clipped the uh, how to spend five billion dollars to steal the Saints another Super Bowl. Uh, I clipped it and made it its own separate mini podcast of like twenty five minutes. Somebody emailed and said that was the most fucking ridiculous thing I've ever listened to, and it's made me dumber. For having listened to it, they like quoted the Adam, the like the the uh, the Billy Madison line, and I, it made me so happy. That... Wait, was that a compliment though? No, I don't think it, I don't think, I don't, I don't think it was fault. a compliment. They stumbled on to it, but it still made me happy because it was our it was the most on brand thing that we've done. But in a are while. they going to listen to the next show to see what we do next? Maybe because that's what's important. <laughs> I mean, because if they do, we got you, motherfucker. We, we got them hooked in. They listen. They listen. They hate it. Then they listen, right. and they don't hate it. Then they listen. They like it. Then they listen. They donate. So it's really like a four-step show process to getting them to pay us money. So, 
Uh, and oh, by the way, we're cooking up something for the fall that's just great. Um, I don't but, even know what they're talking uh, about. The final thing it's I want to talk about way. before we get out of here, and we talked about free agency. Uh, you know, we won't talk about the, the draft necessarily. Pelicans won, by the way. <laughs> that's BT what I wanted to talk about. The Pelicans, the Pelicans win. So my question to you is, who? If, to the, who? if the Pelicans make the playoffs, Andrew, Your question. and get to the eighth seed, would that supersede the Saint, Saints fans' excitement for the draft? Not forever, but just for this year, would fans be more excited about the Pelicans in the playoffs than the Saints' draft because they kind of overlap at the same time? I don't time. think so, no. I don't think so because I think cold water would get thrown on that pretty quick when Anthony Davis and LeBron just <laughs> own them, you know? And I, I mean, it, I think it, it made worse by the fact that it's like, no, no one in new Orleans is going to want to watch Anthony Davis, you know, yeah, own the Pelican. So I, I, I mean, I hope they make the playoffs. I really do. Cause it'd be great for Zion to get that experience in year one. So for, for them to make that run and get in would be incredible considering where they are now, but they, they have a shot. Um, and it would be great to see them do that. But, yeah, I think how that series goes, I think, you know, would – I think <laughs> fans are going to turn to the draft pretty quick. Yeah. Well, I think that's a wrap, guys. And listen, what, what's the date today? Is today the 23rd? Today is the 23rd. Yes. So we are only is – this, is this a leap year, Dave? Are we in a leap year? Yes. So we got 29 days in February. So we are – Six and eight. We are 24, actually 23 days away from free agent madness in the NFL. And I really think, and got, and Dave or Andrew, jump in if you think I'm wrong. But I really think you're wrong. Probably like March 1st ish, you're going to start to see the Saints do some stuff, either extend some guys or do cap shenanigans with players to treat, try to create more space and get stuff done. So I think we're about a week away from having real Saints news and me being able to play the breaking news siren and it not be Dave announced that he will be eating it all. Maybe eating at Olive Garden tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see. It's Lundy, it's Lundy Gras. I got to make sure there's no more parades out in Kenner. I still got to do two IPAs. I guess I need to live tweet that next time I do it. Um, I, I got to. And uh, Ra- Ralph, what do you have to do? You got to put cat food in your hair or something? No, I have to. I have to say something nice about Les East. Oh yeah, you have to tweet <laughs> oh, that. <yeah>. Right? <laughs> that was the best one. I forgot about that. You have to tag him, right? Yeah, I have to tag him. The thing is, though, the the funny thing was i was all prepared to go 11 and 5 and i got excited and went 14 and 2 and i actually came the closest of everyone mm-hmm. when i went well, off the rails and predicted 14 and 2 yeah it looked pretty it looked, it looked really bleak when drew Brees got hurt and they were one and one i thought i was going to i thought i was going to have to write a love poem to Les east <laughs> at that point but uh, we'll get that done. So anyway, thanks to everybody in the chat room. Uh, thanks for joining us on this uh, pre-Mardi Gras show. We appreciate you guys. 
Uh, and again, listen to the show. Become a patron. You get the show every week. We got breaking news. We got all that for you. So we appreciate you guys. It's going to be fun. The Saints are going to have. It's going to. The stuff's going to pick up soon. But we had ridiculous tonight. We we grind every week where other podcasts take a break or whatever. Not us. We will give you great product like we gave you last week, and we'll give you this show, which was. We were here. So for Andrew, <laughs> for Dave, I'm Ralph. I'm, I'm, Until next week, the bar 